Welcome everybody to the battle that is of the sexes and your fantasy football podcast of the week. I'm your host, my homeboys with co-host Southern Seth Frass and Bortle Combat. Hey y'all. Woo, excited to be here to recap this crazy and fun week one. Yeah, there's a lot there's there's a lot of interest in the podcast. I got multiple people saying they couldn't wait for the next next episode. So that's <laughs> pretty awesome. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I'm glad people are liking it like we do. So that's a good thing. So, so I guess we'll just jump right into it. I mean, there was a lot of, a lot of uh, excitement for week one. I think there was a lot of letdown, as well for a lot of teams. Um, I think that's just attributed to week one in general. And uh, you know, some of those jitters of those players getting out there. A lot of them haven't played preseason, so you know, don't don't panic. I'd say that's the first thing to do is don't panic and jump ship on everybody. Um, kind of stick with. Uh, Stick with the players that you, you think that'll come around. And then if you need to, uh, you know, we just had waivers. So we'll talk about a little bit of that t- toward the end of the podcast. And um, I wanted to start it out today and uh, just kind of ask you guys, uh, Southern South for us, World Combat, what do you guys, how do you feel about your team so far? Like, how did they perform? Are you, are you happy? Do you, are you, did you go after anything in the waiver? So I was disappointed. Um, Matthew Stafford. Let me down 4.8 points. I mean, from a quarterback, that's just ridiculous. You know, you want at least 20 points out of your quarterback. So he really drug my whole team down. Um, You know, Cooper Cup did it, did it up like he always does. Almost gave me 34 points. I was happy about that. But the rest of my team was just kind of just mediocre, I guess. So, you know, I'm just going to hopefully he's, you know, comes back strong. This next week as he plays, you know, they face the Falcons and we'll just kind of see how it goes. I didn't put any waivers in. I'm just going to, you know, I'm not jumping on that panic ship. I'm just going to, you know, he's won the Super Bowl last year. So hopefully they can bring it back and turn it around and and we'll just kind of go from there. Yeah, it's uh, we all lost this week. So <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, we are not giving up. <laughs> Definitely not. It's uh I mean, I, you might have to talk to your game the most because, I mean, you got destroyed. But, um, you know, I had a couple other players that would have done okay. So it, I was looking good until um, toward the end there. So, no, I'm I'm excited. It, it, it's still very early. A lot can change from here and then. And, of course, the main goal really is just to get to the playoffs. we got to get there. So this one loss, that means nothing. And the great thing, even though we all lost next week, at least one of us will have a win because my homeboys in Portal Combat's going head to head this week. So we can't uh, both lose. Yeah, no, that's exactly. a good point. <laughs> <laughs> at least we'll have at least one win between the three of us uh, next week for sure. <laughs> yeah, so you, you're saying about me getting beat. What are you talking about? That 200 points, the 88 that I, that I had? <laughs> Girls uh, rule, fence for life, threw up 200 points on you. Yeah, which ridiculous. Is, which is you just won, insane. Man. But also, I mean, starting out strong and and you scored the lowest. So we had the lowest point score going against the highest point score. You know, I didn't Uh, even realize I got the lowest score. So I appreciate you bringing that up. Yep. (laughs) Make me me feel better about my team. Well, I mean, you know, I obviously don't feel great about where I'm standing right now, uh, but I'm not, I'm not jumping ship or anything. I mean, Prescott broke his thumb. He's out four to six weeks. They said, so, I mean, that's kind of a big, huge impact to me and then i have zeke so i have the stack so it doesn't do uh, me much good when i have cooper rush filling in so it doesn't make me feel super confident but 
know, Devonta Smith getting zero points. I don't know what the heck is going on in Philly, but Bald Eagle, if you could call up your coach and say, hey, you play Devonta Smith, I would appreciate that. Um, that would be that'd be very good. So, um, all right. So we have a, a, a segment we're adding to the um, podcast and we call it Sassafras's Cajun Creole, where she'll talk about the spiciest and the blandest players of the week. So Southern Sassafras, take it away. OK, yeah, thanks. Um, yeah. So the spiciest player this week, y'all, is definitely Patrick Mahomes. Forty four point <laughs> nine points. I mean, almost. 45 points. That is ridiculous. Uh, you know, Bortle mentioned girls rule. Sorry, I couldn't think of her name. Um, that she had 200 points and, you know, 50 points was just from one player. So, and then the blandiest uh, players, the ones I actually had two this week, Devonta Smith, which you mentioned, zero points for the Eagles. And then Cam Akers, zero Cam points Akers. for the Rams. Uh, yeah, that was bad. So, and they both played. They just had zero points, which I'm not sure how you do that, but. I mean, ask Aaron Rodgers, negative two. That's how you do it. All right. So thank you for the spiciest and do you say blandiest mistakes? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like it. So let's jump in. I just make up words. Well, that's that's (laughs) the Cajun in you. That's the way it works. (laughs) I've been to Louisiana. I know they make up words. All right. So you guys want to jump into the matchups and just talk about like some wins, losses, maybe some notes on each 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 uh, game this week. This past yeah, week. let's do it. All right. Uh, let's start out with uh, Bald Eagle and Dak to the future. Oh, man. Bald Eagle is going to win my benchiest mistake of the week. Oh, benchiest oh, mistake. Yeah. All right. So Bald Eagle took the loss with 103, almost 104 points. Dak to the future killed it. He got 121 and a half. Um, but the reason Bald Eagle is going to get my benchiest mistake is ride receiver, running back, running back. Check this out. He's got Allen Robinson, Alvin Kamara, and Cam Akers, and they combined, all three of them, less than 10 points altogether. We already talked about how Cam you know, put up zero. So now on his bench, Jarvis Landry, Jamal Williams, DJ Shark. I mean, you, you switch those three out. And he beats Dak to the future. So, I mean, that's those. Um, one of those I could forgive you, Cam. I mean, I don't know that I don't know who saw that coming, but uh, the, I mean, it's good news and it's bad news. The bad news is could have had a win this week. The good news is he's got a strong bench, you can change those players out and uh, you know, and take it to one two hill next week. So, uh, Bald Eagles next match. Yeah, and Allen Robinson, I mean, I know like the past few years he's been kind of that lower end, you know, get you 10 points maybe most of the time less receiver, but you'd think in Los Angeles with a Super Bowl winning team that he would perform and they they that whole team just did not perform on Thursday night. Yeah. Except and I will up. and Except also up. about this matchup too. Back. I will say I I am a little worried about that to the future. I um you know, we'll see if he made any moves on the waiver or not. He put up 121. That's, uh, there's only two other, you know, uh, Bald Eagle and you, I think, were the only ones he would have scored higher than. And he's got C.D. Lamb. We already know the situation there in Dallas. So, I don't know. <laughs> Might be rough sledding in the future. He's, and he's going up against Minshew Minions next week. It's going to be a tough match. Well, if anything, I mean... I think Micah Parsons might be good for him since Divers Divas is going to consistently be on the field when they're going three and out every time. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe, maybe he'll get some points from that. But uh, 
Yeah, I put, uh, you know, some of my notes were Dawson Knox, CeeDee Lamb, that combined six and a half points. Uh, Jamar Chase obviously looks good. He he performed like you would expect him to perform. Um, since he, even with that close loss, I feel like they still look like a pretty good team. I mean, Pittsburgh played their hearts out. So to have Mitch Trubisky and play form as well as they did, I, w- I was impressed. All right. Anything else on that, that matchup? No, nah, I think we're good. All right, let's move to our co-host game, Southern Sassafras versus Canyon S Manians. This is a uh, a battle, battle in, of the BFFs. Yeah, nope. battle battle in the uh, Louisiana parishes is what I. And it was the you know? the closest it was the match. Closest, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Right. Again, I blame Stafford. I mean, <laughs> he really just let me down. My tight end didn't really do much. Kyle Pitts only gave me three point nine points, so that was kind of disappointing. And it was interesting, too, because I thought I had a really good shot um, because um, K&N Hesmanians had Isaiah Spiller, who was out and uh, didn't play. So that was like one less player. She still kicked my butt. So way to go. And her defense, 25 points, her defensive player. So that was really good. And Buffalo put in 18 points. That's, I mean, combine her defense and her defensive player, 33 points. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Yeah, we'll see what Buffalo does next week. They have the Titans. Um, the only thing I put really for notes was Stafford WTF. So yeah, yeah, I had him in our in another league and it was pretty sad. I'm keeping my eye on Brandon Ayuk too. Um, I kind of just went out on a limb for him, so we'll just kind of see. I don't really know what since I mean San Francisco's doing, and they had that monsoon of a game, so you know that contributed to it. So we'll just we'll just kind of see. I'm gonna keep my eye on him though. All right, anything anything else for that matchup? I didn't really have a lot of notes. It looked like a close battle. Yeah, no. All right, next next matchup, we're going to talk about I Pity the Fool and Men Shoes Minions. So this was a battle in the house. <laughs> battle of the of the Jags fans, if you will. So you guys, go ahead, uh, Boral Combat, what you got? Yeah, Men Shoes uh, took, a, took a beating. Took a beating. It's... um. Uh, it, it's rough. It, it, 138, almost 139 points. That's, that's a respectable number to put up. So, you know, I pity full just throwing up almost 170. Yeah, that's that's hard to beat. And she's got Kittle sitting on her bench, you know, who's uh, not playing yet. So when he gets back, her team's just going to be even stronger. Minshew Minions almost, almost got my benchiest mistakes this week because he has a few guys on his bench. And I don't know why. We all have to sleep on Cordero Patterson every single week. He's always putting up tw- over 20 points. I'm not telling you to play him or not. You know, it's completely up to you. But I had him on my team last year, and it just like everybody's like, who's this guy? He just keeps getting points. He's just so, so scary. He's so scary. I know. Atlanta's offense. I, you to don't want to watch it. You yeah. don't want to watch it happen. Yeah, don't watch the game. Just play but, the player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it happens. So, yeah, he was on Minshew's bench. He put up over 20 points. Um, the reason why he didn't get the Minshew's mistake, I, I don't think he would have, even if he would have played, you know, the other players on his bench, um, still probably would not have won this matchup. I pity the fool just went off on him. She wanted it this week. You could tell. But he, I mean... It's no problem. It's one loss. He put up plenty of points, and he even has more on his bench, so he'll definitely have wins coming his way. 
neither, neither team I feel like isn't is is in trouble or anything along those lines. So yeah, Barkley uh, Barkley is what surprised me. He looked yeah. like pre-injury he came out Barkley. Strong. Yep, I was gonna say the same thing. He's looking good. Yep. So we were out um, actually with uh, the two, those two um, on Sunday fishing, and they came up with a bet. So I was gonna share it with the league. So um, they said that whoever goes further in the league. This year, but all the way through playoffs. So if they both make playoffs, whoever goes the furthest in the playoffs. If Nicole wins, I pity the fool. She wins. Then Steve has to wear a custom shirt that she makes every day for a month on his day off that says, my wife is better at fantasy football than me. And Steve's reaction was, I'll just sit at home. And she said, no, I'm planning something every day that we're (laughs) off. Oh, no. Yep. He's not getting at it. So Steve, uh, his his bet with Nicole was uh, that if he wins, she has to decide a dinner for a full month. So I, I kind of like that because let's be honest, when you go out and you you're trying to decide place to eat, you're you're both like I don't care, and then you get there and then somebody does care, and so I, I like the whole I don't have to decide. So I love it. That's a side bet. We'll definitely have to keep track of. Agreed. Agreed. All right, moving on uh swood chubs and our very own Bortle combat uh i have mr auto draft taking it down is what i wrote here <laughs> it just makes it worse right Bortle. yeah it it, it does make it a little dig. worse um i don't know it started off like i said the day started off pretty good and then it just started going downhill uh from there kirk cousins was doing good for me but I mean, he came with the combo of Herbert and uh, Justin Jefferson. I mean, that you put those two guys on the same team, that's 70 points. Mike Willie, yeah. uh, Mike Evans coming with 20. I mean, he just had a few players that just really went off. Um, and they went off late. So that, that definitely hurt. I looked and it was projected like 85% chance of winning and then like, to look again at nine o'clock at night and all of a sudden it's 90% the other way. So. Yeah. That just shows you that those predictions don't always mean what they show. They know. Yeah. You're, I mean, your players, I mean, the, the, yeah, the problem is he has uh, players that were projected to go lower and they just, they really, they really got the job done. So, I mean, Justin Jefferson, Herbert, they weren't surprises, but they definitely helped. Uh, I don't know, man. I think Jefferson is a very good candidate for MVP this year, the way he started yeah, out. Oh, yeah. He's looking yeah. really good. Oh, yeah. So, so with Mitchell being hurt and out for at least a few weeks, um, I'll, you know, can 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 Swood Chubb stay competitive? You know, he's also got, you know, Cream Hunt, you know, had a lot of goal line carries. Um, so curious to see if he can continue that for you. I um, hope so. You know, I don't think he had a lot of yardage. It was mostly just, like, a lot of um just i think just the fact that he got into the end zone right so yeah and he, and he got some targets too some uh receiving catches so that's always helpful yeah 11 rushes for only 46 yards so i mean yeah two touchdowns will help yeah, out a lot touchdowns helps, helps definitely lot. can't expect that out of him but I, I still think he's gonna still produce moving on to one to a hill and the original rbd so this is a, was a fairly close game both teams put up good points yeah, look at Colin coming out. Yeah. His debut game. First game, winning. Put in over 160. That's pretty good. That's a that's a hard number to beat right there. Yeah. Swift looked incredible. So, I mean, that helps. Uh, Najee Harris going down 
with I, I don't remember what did they did you remember what they said was the injury on that? Yeah, something with a with a foot injury or something like that. So hopefully that's nothing serious because the Steelers do look good this year. So hopefully they can have him back. So I mean, my, with Michael Pittman and Travis Kelsey, I mean Travis Kelsey was in beast mode. The Chiefs were on fire. Oh yeah, on, on Sunday. So yeah, the original RB uh, RBD doesn't have too much to worry about here. 130, almost 133 points is still pretty good. Uh, and definitely some of their players didn't really do a ton this week, but I don't see that continuing. I mean, if I, uh, if I would stay Davis. out of Mike Davis, like <laughs> just, that's scary. That whole situation with Baltimore's backfield. Right. Yeah. I mean, Mike Davis, you replace with uh, anybody else on, on their bench and yep. they'll be good to go. But yeah, one, two, Hill. I mean, great win has some great players on their bench too. And, uh, yeah, if, if Colin could find a tight end, it would be terrifying. <laughs> I don't. I don't think a lot of tight ends did well this week, anyway. So yeah, that's true across the board. So tight ends sometimes they're just you know the bane of your team. Sometimes with us not having kickers, they're like the they're like the low total pull sometimes. Yep. <laughs> All right. Finally, uh, my beating that I took um, <laughs> against the Curls Royal this time. week. So yeah, yeah. But I don't know how mine got at the on- bottom. Honestly, like. I don't really want to talk about it necessarily. Maybe that's why I was just put it off. So yeah, I, I got destroyed. Talked about how Dak's out. Want to laid an egg, and then Patrick Mahomes decides he's going to throw five touchdowns. So yeah, how how was it? Uh, watching, <laughs> rooting for your team, but getting beat more and more <laughs> with the better he did. I've always been under the impression though that I'm okay with taking a loss if my team wins. Like yeah. I, I'm willing to do that because it. Uh, hopefully it doesn't happen too much during the season. I can weather the losses, but yeah. I know sometimes I'll put a bet against my team and I'm like, I'm either going to be, you know, happy that I won this bet or happy that my team lost, but either way, <laughs> I'll be happy. So I thought yeah. Michael Thomas, it looks really good for new Orleans. Yeah. Michael Thomas looked amazing. Like he looked like he hadn't even been injured or off. Like he, yeah. he's, he's rested up and ready to go. So. I hope he's rested up in two years since he played. So, Adams so, looks great. Rogers, Rogers for the Packers looked bad. So maybe yeah. the maybe it was Adams that was the. Uh, I sure hope not. But the key we'll see. for Rogers. How are you feeling about Zeke right now? Um, I think that the team's going to have to run the ball more often. Um, I think they're going to do a lot of dump passes. So hopefully that he gets put into that. I got to write it out. You can you can't like just dump him, you know. So it's one of those things that I may have to bench him for a little while, but I'm probably going to set on him. All right. Uh, so that goes through all the matchups. So great work, everybody, this week, um, except for myself. I sucked. Uh, hopefully I can perform better next week. But Yeah, you got to put up at MO. least 100 points. Yeah, at least 100, right, exactly. I have a goal sitting there. So <laughs> Baby steps. All right, so you guys want to jump into waivers? Talk about some of the some of the waivers. We don't have to talk about the free agents ads, but just some of the bid the bids out there. Um so before we go into that, um, let's talk about the, we'll talk about our commissioner notes, uh, tips of the week. So my tip of the week this week is how to actually view transactions in the league. Um, so if you are on mobile, and I think it's the same for the PC for the most part. I know most people probably are on mobile whenever they do it. But if you look at your, if you go to your mobile app and you look at your league, uh, if you go to the league option at the bottom of the screen, I think, I don't know if it's at the bottom on Apple, but it's the bottom on Android. But there's yeah, a transaction. Yeah, there the should be a league button too. there, right? Okay. 
So go to League, and if you go to your transaction tab at the top, um, it'll show you all transactions that happened, what date they happened, what time they happened. Um, and if you scroll down a little ways, because there is a, some, a lot of free agent ads this week, you can see who won um, what their, and what bids they won with and then who they dropped. Uh, so you see that Dak the Future beat, uh, got Curtis Samuel. We'll talk about that in a second because I know there was multiple waivers on the him. Um, I picked up Jeff Wilson. I spent way too much on Carson Wentz because nobody else bid on him except for one other team and they bid zero. <laughs> so wasted some fab there, but you, what do you got to do when you, when Dak goes down? So so to, to view, say you wanted to view the fab. Um, if you go back to the, if you go back into your league tab and you hit um, understandings, if you hit view details. So let me see here. Oh yeah. I what see was the it. first okay. thing? Before? League, and then go to view standings, or where standings is that? If you hit view details, view details, yep. Mm -hmm. It'll show you right here what Under everybody budget. has left for budget. So it kind of gives you an idea. And I know I don't know for sure if you can see all the bids that were on the on the mobile version. No, I don't think you can see it on the mobile version. But all. if you do go, but if you are on your PC and you go to your league settings and you go to the overview tab, and if you scroll down. Um, it'll show you all the standings for the, the league, how much money they have. And if you keep scrolling down, it'll show you recent transactions. And there's a tab that's called FAB Offers, F-A-B Offers. And that will show you who all bid and who got the win. So with Back to the Future getting Curtis Sampling, Mortal Kombat, you bet seven, I bet six, and RBD bet five. So kind of gives you an idea of like who's looking for what. So it's something you can utilize to your advantage. Um, it'll definitely come more in play when the waivers start getting thinner toward the end of the season and people have less money. So pay attention to that. So you're not overspending for a player that you might be able to get cheaper. Good tip. All right. So finally, for the last part, before we wrap it up, um, I had an ad hoc question for you guys. I wanted to ask you guys something off the cuff to see, you know, what, what, what would your strategy be or, or would you, you know, weather it or would you abandon ship? So, Say you're, you're you're in week one and you have a player that just tanks. They're not injured. They deployed everything. Do you ditch that player? And this isn't a, a starting your starting roster, not your bench players. But if it's a starting player, they Devonta Smith, something along those lines, Cam Akers. Do you ditch that player? Or do you do you, do you set on them? I'm sort of a die-hard, hold it out till the end kind of thing. Especially if it's a player that I like. Uh, if it's for a team that I like, which is usually people that I draft and are on my team to begin with, I'm going to stick it out because everybody has a bad day. Now, if we're talking about, you know, consistently underperforming, you know, I might bench them. I might look at trading them, but I'm not going to just for one, you know, if you're talking about this last week, you know, I'm not going to like put Matthew Stafford up on the trade block, for example, but um, that's just me. You know, I'm going to ride it out, especially if they have consistently done well in fantasy, you know, and they have that potential. Everybody has bad games, injuries happen, things like that. So, Portal Combat, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it's extremely situational. You you really got to look into what's what's going on. So, I mean, especially after week one, first of all, everyone on your team, you drafted them, right? So you drafted them for a reason. You like these guys. So, but if, you know, the waiver wire, if something hot drops, you might need a pivot faster instead of being able to wait for somebody to develop and come along 
But yeah, week one, if if things went bad, you really just got to look at the situation that they're dealing with. If if it looks like, hey, they the team isn't going to use this running back anymore or anything like that, I mean, it might be time to just cut your losses and move on. But, uh, but if you believe, like, hey, that person has so much talent, there's no way they're going to keep them off the field the whole year. Uh, then yeah, you can you can write it out. But if there's a lot of stuff going on in the waiver, then you might want to make some changes sooner than later. All right, good tips. All right, so that does it um, for our week two podcast. I've had a great time doing it with you guys. Hope you guys have enjoyed it too. Oh yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> it's always awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> I look forward to it every week. I'm always writing down notes and like looking at the scores, and I think I'm more invested even now than I already have been in the past. So. Oh, yeah. It's so much fun. All right. Anything else? You guys good? Yeah, I All think right. it's, we're good. All right. Battle of the Sexes signing off. Let's go.